the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Let's talk about what's going on on Wall Street. Sometimes I like to start by taking a little look back at yesterday before taking a look at today. But today, let's just jump to today. Um, yesterday was not a lot of action. It was slightly lower. It feels like we had a big, big up move in the S&P 500, the NASDAQ. Um, the Dow Jones Industrial Average had a nice week last week as well. So it felt like there was a little bit of digestion. There was a little bit of record high digestion. That's pretty normal. It's pretty healthy in my book. Sometimes we want more though, right? A little bit of mixed action today. Um, Why is that? I think we're starting to see that interest rates aren't coming down quickly or soon by the Federal Reserve. And with that being said, we're sticking with areas that tend to do well in that kind of environment. Waiting for interest rates to come lower is where I'm getting at. Um, not a lot of direction is what you is one of the characteristics of it. You're seeing different sectors ultimately march to the beat of different expectations of Wall Street. Tech, consumer discretionary, communication services, and financial stocks tend to do well in an interest rate pause period. Remember the last time the Federal Reserve did anything, it was to raise interest rates, and then they did nothing. And they said, well, we're going to probably lower rates next. So until they lower interest rates, investors are probably going to stick with tech, consumer discretionary, communication services, and financial stocks. But when they start to cut interest rates, that's when you want to be somewhere else. Um, and in that case, you're going to want to be in small caps, for instance, mid and small caps. And if you take a look at your 401k statement in the last 18 months, when the Federal Reserve was raising interest rates and then the Federal Reserve paused, you can see that exact thing happen minus a period of time at the end of 2023, where small caps and mid caps played a little catch up. But they're starting this year in the similar vein of underperforming. Let me pull out my card from yesterday. I did this yesterday in my big market update. Oh, don't have it. So on the back of this one, let's see. Yeah, for the year as of yesterday, the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ were both up about 6.6, uh, The S&P 400 mid-cap up 2.8%, and the Russell was down one half of 1%. So this year starting out like a lot like last year. There will be a period of time when small-cap and mid-cap catch up. Probably when interest rates start to be cut, or maybe at the end of the year, they'll just do a natural catch-up if things continue to play out this way. Um, let's move forward, shall we? Let's talk about some of the fun stories out there today. Um, Adidas is selling another batch of Yeezys. 
sneakers left over from the breakup with Ye. Um, Adidas broke up with Ye in October 2022 over his anti-Semitic and other offensive comments. Starbucks is releasing a pork-flavored coffee drink, but you got to have a passport because you're going to have to go to China to get it. It's a $10 or 68 won drink. It was released in honor of the Lunar New Year. Who wants a pork-flavored coffee drink? Well, um, I know some people who drink mushroom-flavored coffee, in large part for better gut digestion, which tends to be a thing, I think, when you turn 40-plus. Samsung wants to put a ring on your finger. I could see a tie-in with Beyonce. Um, It's wearable. It's going to track sleep, heart rate, breathing, and movement during your sleep. You know Apple's working on one as well that's going to have the prices of Tiffany's. Cruises are in fuego post-COVID. Norwegian cruise line stock soars today after earnings. Demand is at record levels. I'm not a cruise guy. In hindsight, if there's ever another pandemic and these stocks get hit, I know what to do. Um, I'm just not a cruise guy. So it's an it's investment that I stay away from. Bitcoin surged today up to 57,000, highest level since 2021. European and central banks in the United States are warning there are risks and that the fair value of Bitcoin is still zero. Bitcoin has gained more than 30% since the start of the year. Wall Street's waiting for the personal consumption expenditure price index that comes out Thursday. It's kind of like a ping pong ball, I heard someone say, where we're seeing inflation numbers go down on a year-over-year basis, but on a month-to-month, there's a little bit of a bounce. Um, and if you dropped a ping pong ball from five feet, it's going to go down to bounce back up to two and a half, then one and a half, then one, then 0.7. But there's going to be that bounce back every time, right? I think that's a pretty interesting way of looking at it. I like the storytelling angle of it. Macy's is advancing today 5%. It announced it would close around 150 of its struggling stores. Lowe's gained 5% after posting an earnings beat. Different sectors today are doing different things. Elsewhere, home prices hit a new high in 2023, up 6.1% more quickly than uh, expected to end December. To finish at an all-time high, the median price of a home is $420,700. Um, obviously, this is the side effect of the market, seeing that there's not a lot of real estate uh, properties on the market. There's only three months of inventory at this point in time. That makes it a seller's market. Home prices were up 5.5% for 2023. That's the highest annual that exceeded the average annual home price gains over the past 35 years. 2021 home prices were up 19%, 2020 up 10%. Prices grew quickly in the last year and San Diego, Los Angeles, and Detroit. San Diego particularly. It's, it's always going to be somewhere that I want to retire that seems to move up, right? Prices grew the most slowly in Portland, Dallas, and Denver, with growth between three-tenths of 1% and 2.3%. Elsewhere, car prices are finally coming down. The high cost of new co- cars has been a thing with buyers since COVID-19 disrupted the global economy. Now new cars are becoming more affordable. Average cost of a new car in the United States is roughly $47,000. That's up $10,000 since the pre-pandemic. That higher price combined with higher interest rates created car payments about 33% higher. The average price of a new car has dropped almost 3,000 from highs. 
Buyers can expect another 3% or 1500 to come out of prices over the next year. Of note, um, pre-pandemic, we were selling about 17.7 million cars per year. Now we sold last year 15.5 million, so we're still 2 million off. And back in 2022, when things were really kind of slow, we only sold about 13.9 million cars. So 13.9 million in 2022, 15.5 million in 2023. And uh, we're still off, which could be if you're a car investor, if we get back to the norm of 17.5 million roughly, um, there could be some upside in numbers in the coming couple years. Now, again, I'm not an auto investor. We made that clear on yesterday's show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. I do have a new event coming up in the month of March in Lafayette. And it is with a female CFP who just got a high-ranking CFP award in the state of California. You can find out more at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. You may be decades away from retirement and feeling overwhelmed. You should be starting to craft your retirement plan. Some smart decisions now can make a huge difference in the kind of retirement you enjoy. So set aside the morning of March 23rd from 10 a.m. till noon when two of the Bay Area's leading financial voices will be in Lafayette to help guide you down the right path. Learn the next chapter, Crafting Your Retirement, at a seminar hosted by EP Wealth's Stephanie Richmond and Rob Black. Certified financial planner Stephanie Richmond will show you how to reduce risk and generate secure income in retirement, plan for long-term care, learning when to take Social Security, and more. Rob will discuss the economy and the stock market. If you're looking to retire better and you have at least $500,000 in investable assets, this live seminar is for you. That's Saturday, March 23rd, 10 a.m. to noon at Don Tatson Hall in the Lafayette. Fayette Library. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. robblackshow.com. CEO of Kellogg's, a guy named Gary Pilnick, suggested struggling families dine on breakfast cereal during a live interview on CNBC last week, and the pushback was hard. It's a little tone deaf. Cereal for dinner is something that is probably more on trend now, he said, and we would expect to continue as that consumer is under pressure. It's, um, it's almost like let them eat cake or let them eat cereal. It's, it's not a great way of saying families can't afford real food. Um, I don't know. I think in this day and age, it feels like everything that you think, everything you want to say, you need to think of first and then say it not quite as, uh, maybe honestly in this case, cereal for dinner campaign, um, give chicken the night off is, is what they're doing. Food prices were up 9.9% in 2022, faster than any year since 1979. That number includes food consumed outside of the home. In-home food increased 11.4%. The internet not reacting favorably to uh, his comments. This fool is making $4 million a year. Do you think he's feeding his kids cereal for dinner? One TikTok user said his annual income includes a salary of $1 million and over $4 million in incentive compensation. Um, and for him to get on CNBC and talk about enriching his shareholders, I get it. I'm not... I'm not saying he shouldn't do that. That's his job. Um, but it feels kind of like ouch, right? So 
Anyhow, let's move on, shall we? Let's talk about what we're seeing today in the markets. Hit some economic stories, some uh, investment ideas, and more. Losses in heavily weighted stocks are limiting index performance today. There's a lack of directional drivers with stocks near all-time highs. There's a lack of concentrated selling interest. Uh, so stocks are meandering a little bit higher in some cases. Norwegian Cruise Line said record cruises. Uh, demand, stocks up 17.6% on that news. That's kind of nice. Um, I'm seeing Microsoft, Apple, NVIDIA, Amazon, all not doing much. The number of 401k millionaires. Let's talk about this real quick. Retirement 401k account balances bounced back in 2023 to the highest level in two years. Despite persistent inflation, more than one third of workers increased their retirement savings contribution rate. Congratulations. Good job. I know inflation is hurting you and for you to take that pain and, and continue to up your contributions. I think that's the way to create wealth for most Americans. 401ks or 403bs. The number of 401k millionaires rose more than 10%. Retirement account balances, which took a sharp nosedive in 2022 due to market volatility, have started to bounce back. Um, the average 401k balance ending 2023 was up 14% to $118,600. Keep in mind, that's the average. I want you to get to $1 million to $4 million, somewhere in that range, in retirement savings before you decide to retire. Anything after that, and you can start getting things like Lamborghinis and boats and things like that, but I want you at least to get $1 to $4 million per person in your retirement household. So if you're married, maybe $2 to $8 million. Um, in other words, just one of you, $1 to $4 million. That'll cover you between $40,000 and $160,000, roughly, not math, not science, but it's an art, till the day you die. Um, last year, the average 401k balance was up 12%. It's kind of nice to see. Interesting when you look at IRAs versus 401ks versus 403bs. 403bs are stubbornly less saved than 401ks, and maybe that's because 403bs are tied towards nonprofits, which tend to have companies... Uh, that have employees that are not making as much as people at uh, for-profit companies. More retirement savers are borrowing from their 401k. Shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. Savers tap their accounts to free up cash. The percentage of workers who took a loan from their 401k ticked up to 8.9%, 8.9%, up from 7.8% the previous year. You're allowed to take 50% of your balance or $50,000, whichever is less. However, many financial experts advise against tapping the 401k in large part because that's your, your nest egg. That's, your, that's what you're going to retire on from 60 to 100 when you can no longer work. I did a show that no one watched on the Learning Channel. Top 10 mistakes people make with their 401ks. It has a catchy title, right? I did this probably about 15 years ago. I have a DVD copy of it, and I haven't even watched it. Um, I did a lot of walking and talking. Walking and talking is that thing you do when you um, watch an interview or a reporter and they're talking with someone who is walking right next to them. I just, I don't think I, I look like a gazelle. I don't look good walking. And uh wasn't too crazy about looking at myself walking and talking. 
was being interviewed, giving ideas on four. The biggest mistake that I talked about was taking out loans to buy real estate because this was, like I said, it was 2006, 2007, 2008. It was right in the area where everyone was rushing in to buy a home and the home prices fell for three years in a row. Um, probably the last great buying opportunity, right? Last great one. Um, guess what's happening in Singapore? A tourism boom. Guess who's being blamed for the tourism boom? That's right, Taylor Swift. Demand has surged for hotels and flights around Taylor Swift's tour dates in Singapore. One. Coldplay. Uh, Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, uh, they're just hitting the city, the Lion City as it's known. Um, it's typically a city known for business travel, but now it's getting some leisure in it because of big concerts playing their um, shows there. I, that, that's a city I kind of want to visit. I'm a little afraid of Asian cities because I just, I'm, I'm not a big fish eater. Um, and the language looks really hard for me. I know you're saying, don't be a chicken, Rob. Um, I know. Anyhow, anyway, uh, that's another segment in the books coming up. I'm going to be talking about financial advisors and listening to you. Are they good at or not? What should you do with a cash windfall? And some story stocks of the day. I got a really interesting one for you tied towards Viagra and uh, growing hair on your head. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, Wells Fargo down at Roku to underweight from equal weight. They think Walmart is one-third of Roku device sales and net additions. But the retailer is set to acquire Vizio for its smart cast operating system that will likely pressure net ads for 2025 and 2026. That's interesting, right? So Roku is being analyzed as kind of collateral damage, grenade type damage, because Walmart's going after Roku, after Vizio, which makes smart TVs. And their smart TVs get ads delivered to them similar to the way Roku gets ads delivered. So the analyst at Wells Fargo saying Roku is going to need to reposition given that the major shift in the competitive landscape, Roku um, and Walmart also collaborate on shoppable apps with Walmart. That's going to be a pivot is the expectation. Roku's three largest channel partners are Walmart, Best Buy and Amazon. That makes sense, right? Um, so the analyst is saying, we're going to get ahead of this and downgrade Roku. I think that's good analysis. Um, if I own shares of Roku, I do not. Could it be in an index that I own, like a small cap, mid cap, or large cap? Sure. Um, one company that I was almost ready to buy a couple years ago was Unity Software. Um, in large part, Unity Software and NVIDIA make a lot of the software that help game designers build these creative 3D worlds. Then Unity last summer pivoted and changed the way that they were compensating developers and how much money that they extracted from the developers after the product was finished. That didn't sit well with anyone. So the risk reward kind of blew up there. 
Elsewhere, Arm Holdings was rated or downgraded today to neutral from buy. Um, the analysts are expecting above consensus expectations on their forecast. But they think a lot of the move has already been made. They think that Arm Holdings will get double the rate in smartphones. They think the Arm Holdings can do well in data center and PCs. They would see a rational to buy the stock if it could deliver 15% plus on their expectations of EBITDA. But they put a 40 times multiple on the stock in 2027, so they don't think that the stock is a great value at these levels. Arm was one of those companies that had a, a big run the moment they started talking about AI. Let's move on to other content. I hit some stocks there. I promised I was going to tell you about an interesting stock. It's a big winner, winner, chicken dinner today. Company's called Hems and Hers Health. And um, you're going to laugh at the story, I think. It's a telehealth company. Stock's up 33% today. It's a telehealth company that sells prescription over-the-counter drugs online, as well as personal care products. You've probably heard commercials for it. Hims and hers. Customers can use its website, and the doctor's Hims has available to create personalized treatment regimens. I learned a little bit about the stock a couple months ago uh, when I started reading some research about how during the pandemic, 2020 to 2022, roughly, a lot of people were afraid to go to the doctor. So the United States government loosened regulations. Um, so that you can get more telehealth doctor appointments, um, so that you can have more great sex, so that you can regrow hair, so that you can lose weight, so you can get smooth skin, so you can have sex for longer, so you can tackle anxiety. Um, so you've heard the commercial. If you go to hims.com or hers.com, they basically set you up with prescription drugs. Um, they also do some things like vitamins and things like that that I don't know much about. But the company had a solid fourth quarter print stock. It was a, like a $5 stock. Now it's a $13 stock in the last couple of months. One price target on the stock went up to 17 today. It is a true small cap company that benefited from the pandemic of loosening of regulations. But I could see a lot of men and women decide, um, I don't really want to go to the doctor and tell them that I've got erectile dysfunction. Or I don't really want to go to the doctor and say, hey, uh, I can you do something about my balding? Um, I get that that's stuff that people don't really want to do in the world. They've got generic Lexapro. They got uh, topical minoxidil. Uh, they've got mints that you can take. They got hair shampoo, uh, mints that you can take that, um, how shall we say, erectile dysfunction mints. Um. Some of it seems, I don't want to say questionable, but some of it's generic prescription drugs that are, you know, easy to have generics made. Um, they can also do things like Rogaine and Minoxidil. So Rogaine, uh, Minoxidil is Propecia. I think that's right. No, uh, Finestrid is Propecia. I, I get really confused when I start talking drug names. 
but its stock is HIMS, HIMS. Um, it expects revenue of between 1.1 billion and 1.2 billion for 2024. Uh, the company also swung to a fourth quarter profit of one cent a share, while analysts had expected for a loss. So they were profitable. That's why the stock's moving big today. Revenue was kind of in line with where they expected. It's up 47% year over year. There's 1.5 million subscribers on the platform. Um, I do know that with Rogaine and Propecia, that you need to keep taking it if you want to stop male pattern, pattern baldness. Otherwise, the, it goes away and you start losing your hair again. Again, I'm not a doctor. So take me very lightly in this kind of conversation. Um, I find it a cool stock to talk about, okay? The analyst at Guggenheim, a guy named Jack Wallace, said, we're incrementally, incrementally more positive on HEMS after a fourth quarter print that was solid and even a better outlook given by management. And again, I only learned about the stock when I started uh, doing, you know, like a deep down dive into stocks that did well during the pandemic, that kind of maybe not necessarily as well post-pandemic. Um, so during the pandemic, 2021, at the height of the pandemic, stock was a $24 stock. Now it's a $14 stock. It went from $24, everyone's going to order everything online and never go to a doctor again, all the way down to $3.50. And now they're finally profitable. So that's interesting to me. Again, am I going to buy it? Probably not. Um, but I like interesting stories. Stock's up 50% for the year. I mean, that's, but if you have sexual health issues, hair loss, dermatology, mental health, primary care doctor that you don't want to go to. Um, and I could see this acquired by someone. Just throwing that down there. Um, it seems to fit well in what Amazon does. But I'll be quiet and let's move on to another idea. Always consult Burger Rise for taking action on any stocks ever mentioned on the show. Okay, so one of the things I do is if you've got $500,000 or more and you want to set up a meeting and talk about financial planning, I'll do a Zoom call with you. I would love to. Um, a lot of people tell me, and I talked to a man last week that he had an advisor at CIBC, and he said, I felt like I gave them a nice portfolio with a lot of cash, and the portfolio had some good stocks in it like Visa, and then they proceeded to sell Visa, and they, a couple months later, they spot Visa right back. And he said, I felt like my advisor wasn't listening to me. If you feel like your advisor's not listening to you, contact me. Rob at robblackshow.com. It's Rob at robblackshow.com. He went on to tell me that in the up years, he wasn't getting much up. And in the down years, he was underperforming the down. So he was frustrated. Talked about how the firm put him into 168 positions, I believe. That's too many. And that's a sign that you're going to underperform, in my opinion. I think retirement planning is serious. And I think you need to have a financial advisor that listens to you. I've got a financial advisor, DP Wealth, guy named Ad, who um, he keeps reminding me of things like, let's work on your budget. Let's update your trust. Um, a few years ago, I felt very comfortable thinking, you know, hey, I'm going to leave all my money to my kids. And then a couple of years later, I'm like, no, I'm going to set up a charitable foundation. That's an update to the trust because I had a good couple of years there, you know. Um, and my wealth continues to grow because I work with a financial advisor who helps me not make mistakes, which is what a financial advisor should do. Your down year should be less down. 2022 was a miserable year for tech. 
2023 was a great year for tech. Um, but if you were diversified, you weren't down as much as the NASDAQ was. So an example of communication breakdown found in a survey that 77% of financial advisors say they've suggested their clients included protected income as part of their retirement portfolio, while just 33% of investors say they heard the advisor raise the subject. So sometimes an advisor says, let's get you into some bonds. And you don't want to hear it because you want the growth of stocks. Communication is super important. I take notes every time I talk with my um, financial planner, Brad from EB Wealth. Um, people don't listen. They just wait for their turn to talk. That was a quote from the Fight, a fight Club with Chuck Palahniuk. Uh, I think that's how you say his name. But uh, great movie, right? Great movie. Even better book. People don't listen. They just wait for their turn to talk. Anyhow and anyways, communication super important with an advisor. Contact me if you're not happy with yours. I can tell you what mine does for me as a CFP. You can sign up um, and email me, rob at robblackshow.com. I'll get you a portfolio review. I'll tell you how you're doing. Again, this is typical for people 50 plus who are closer to wealth management than wealth accumulation. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me at robblackshow.com. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. Communication is a two-way street is what I was trying to say at the end of that last segment. You really got to have a CFP relationship if you're wealthy, in my opinion, where you're communicating. CFPs are fiduciary. They have to do right by you financially. That's the rule. And if not, they could be fined. Stockbroker doesn't have that rule. You managing your own portfolio doesn't have that rule. Be cautious. I, I hate seeing people make bad financial decisions. I talked to a guy last year with roughly 10 million and he wants to do it on his own. I'm like, you can't do tax efficiencies. It's too complicated. I can't do tax efficiencies. And he was just confident because he owned a lot of tech stocks, which he's done great this year. But what if he retires in a 2022 kind of year where it's a calamity and he makes the wrong decision? People make wrong decisions when markets are down. An inheritance or lottery can be a stroke of good fortune. Let's talk about this. Cash windfalls. Um, windfalls of money have the power to change lives. When my mother passed, um, it took about two years to settle her estate, but it brought another $400,000 plus to me and $400,000 to all of my siblings. I guarantee you that I'm the one who has spent it the most wisely by investing it. I've seen brothers on vacations and things like that, right? Uh, taking his daughter on a vacation, then he recently contacted me and said, what do you think about me getting an annuity? I'm like, well, you're spending your inheritance. You have less than $2 million saved. You're taking your daughter, who's a grown daughter, on a vacation that she can't pay for herself. I'm like, you're making mistakes, dude. Can I help you? And he's got too much pride. Another brother has no pride at all, and he has no problem working with me. Windfalls have a power to change lives. Um, exotic locations come to mind. It's also a formula for going broke. If you get a lottery win and you're buying a yacht or a private jet, you pay taxes on that stuff. If you buy a big mansion, you pay taxes on that every year. So... If you get a windfall, be careful if people have their hands out. 
Um, I say on this air regularly, I, I'm wealthy. I've got more money than I'll spend in my lifetime. I've set it up so my kids will have more money than they could spend in their lifetime. Um, at times I regret that decision because I'm probably motivating them not to motivate themselves. Um, I do see a tougher economy for the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years. I think it'll be a tougher to rise to my level of wealth. Um, I don't think I could do it again. If I was 18 years old today and with nothing, um, I don't think I could pull off what I've pulled off. So one of the things, though, when I say on the air that I'm wealthy, I, I have to be very cautious because I've had a couple friends come up and say, can I borrow money? I don't like doing that. Could kill a friendship. I'm like, I'll lend you money. I've got a friend who wanted to get a house and he asked me for the down payment and he, you know, borrow, can I borrow the down payment? I was like, I'll lend it to you with a contract at 3%. And suddenly he got like cold feet. I'm like, you realize that's a below market rate, but I want to be paid back on a regular basis under contractual terms. And if you don't pay me back, I want to take your house collateral. Um, be careful of doing good deeds and helping people out too much. Fiduciaries, as I've mentioned, CFPs are, they're advisors who are obligated to give advice based on what's in your best interest. When a client suddenly becomes flush with a large amount of cash, they advise them to note how much they're getting, deposit it somewhere safe, do nothing for at least a month, don't invest it, give it to someone else to manage or make uh, your luxury purchases for a professional. Um, I would get taken if I went to buy a Lamborghini today. I could buy one. I could probably buy 20. Um, but I would get taken. I don't know how to buy things that expensive. I created wealth fast in my life. I want to spend it slow. But I do want to spend it. Um, I got to take two teenagers to the mountains for ski week. And basically, I got to pay for everything for them. Uh, that's an amazing feeling when your, your kids have friends that they're loved and like you can do fun things with. Uh, and I'm not stressed about, you know, kids aren't cheap. Restaurant food's not cheap. Ski lessons aren't cheap. Uh, they provided their own ski clothes, you know, but I provided everything else. That's a, that's an amazing gift, right? So a financial advisor should have your best interest in mind. If you get a windfall, consider talking to someone like me who can set you up with a financial planner. Um, I've seen way too many people, including my own family, misuse their finances and their, their windfalls. In just the last two years, I've seen brothers misspend their money. Interesting note, my sister, I think, is probably the, the wisest of us all. Um, she's always been conservative on the clothes, on the flash, but she's done great by buying a home the year she finished college. I didn't do that. I rented for a while. I think she got lucky, but it's good, dumb luck. If you know what I'm saying. Um, one analyst says today that stocks could face dismal returns for the next 12 years as the fear of missing out rally that we're hitting right now is probably hitting a peak. His name is John Hussman. And so he says the next 12 years, we can get below market returns. He says there's been a monster rally in stocks over the past four months with the S&P 500 hitting a string of all-time highs. He said on Sunday that most of what that was was because of Wall Street's nearly frantic fear of missing out. There is some truth to that. 
I know way too many people that look at investing as speculation. Um, be cautious. He thinks the estimated 12-year return on investment portfolios um, is going to be about zero. Thinks if you're 60% cash, and again, he's got some some numbers in there that probably aren't as much in for you, but he thinks the stock market can drop 65%. It would not be surprising. He's refraining from making an, an official forecast because he might look like a fool, but he's not a dumb person. He's a rich man, and he runs a financial firm. And he's saying, I'm not expecting great returns for the next 12 years. He, he refers to them as dismal returns. Hey, if you need a referral to a financial planner, drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. There's a big event coming up in the East Bay. It's one of my two events this year in the East Bay. You can sign up for it now at robblackshow.com. Probably not going to be doing events forever. Intent, wink, wink. You may be decades away from retirement and feeling overwhelmed. You should be starting to craft your retirement plan. Some smart decisions now can make a huge difference in the kind of retirement you enjoy. So set aside the morning of March 23rd from 10 a.m. till noon when two of the Bay Area's leading financial voices will be in Lafayette to help guide you down the right path. Learn the next chapter, Crafting Your Retirement, at a seminar hosted by EP Wealth's Stephanie Richmond and Rob Black. Certified financial planner Stephanie Richmond will show you how to reduce risk and generate secure income in retirement, plan for long-term care, learning when to take Social Security, and more. Rob will discuss the economy and the stock market. If you're looking to retire better and you have at least 500000 in investable assets, this live seminar is for you. That's Saturday, March 23rd, 10 a.m. to noon at Don Tatson Hall in the Lafayette at library space is limited so sign up today at robblackshow.com that's robblackshow.com robblackshow.com three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.